I always have to record these intros about 65 times because I can never remember what episode number I'm on. Uh, and then I have to go back and check and then I come back re-record it and then promptly forget. Um, so I'm in a bit of a grump today. I'm tired and cross and my leg hurts. So uh, just warning you, it might be a bit of a bumpy ride. Uh, welcome to episode 74 of Mr. Burt Pods. Now, obviously, there are newer listeners who may stick with it, who may not. Uh, the Arvon Course gang, for want of a better word. Um, you see, that man, oh, the neighbour's back. Where's he been? I got really cross yesterday because um, uh, we've got a sweatshirt on. Uh, we went uh, We went to Cambridge yesterday and came back and there were just cars parked all the way up the road uh, and there was nowhere for us to park. Um, and I got really cross because we ended up having to park right by the uh, house at the end of the road having an extension, as we all know about. Uh, and what's he up to now? He's got a very smart pair of a green, mint green shorts on and a hoodie. He's a bit cross. I don't know what he's been up to. Anyway, so he's got his spot and then everybody seems to have their spot. And then we parked the car on the other side of the road because everybody on this side got cars before we did. And um, we ended up having to park the car outside the uh, building site. So I was a bit twitchy this morning because they turned up and crushed the car with a cement mixer or something. But um, it's all fine because all the cars just disappeared. I don't... No, I don't know where they all come from, to be honest, on a Sunday night, because suddenly the whole road is just rammed full of parked cars that you never see for the rest of the week. And then, uh, oh, now that's one of those funny black horse type things that somebody told me are private ambulances that collect dead people. But I don't know whether that's true or not, or whether it's just an urban myth. And what's it doing our, down our road anyway? Um... Where was I? So anyway, yes, I'm a bit grumpy today and um, I'm getting anxious. No, let's start at the beginning. Uh, run yoga this morning was fine. Apparently my yoga teacher's leaving, according to substitute yoga teacher last week. Uh, but he didn't say anything, so I don't know. Um, I felt I was doing quite well, actually, until he did a minute and a half each side pigeon. Um, I can't do... I'm, I, Pigeon is not, it's just not a natural position in any way whatsoever. And then he went into a swinging uh, three-legged dog after that. And I realised that actually my brain was doing the swinging three-legged dog, but my body was not moving. It was uh, sort of curled up in the fetal position almost. Uh, so that was interesting. Hopefully he wasn't watching it that way. That's the one thing we're doing on Zoom is uh, dictating to really watch what you're doing. Uh, which is good, especially when I'm in collapsed dog, which is for most of it. So, um, yes, that was all all right, apart from that and the usual near-death experiences that I have in yoga sessions. And then uh, then I went for a run, which is lovely. The weather's quite nice today, actually. It was a bit, a bit cooler, but it was nice for a run. And I got back to my normal time, which was, uh, I think it was something like 30 minutes, 28 seconds or something. And I got three achievements. Uh, I got third fastest itsy bitsy bitsy things, uh, so I was very pleased with that. 
And of course, I think I said this last last week. I had another crisis because Darren's made fun of me because I go round and round in a circle or a square, and I had another crisis thinking, well, why do I do that? Why don't I just go and run along the pavements? Uh, but I don't know really. Uh, he's just annoying, and he gets under my skin, as he well knows. Um, so that was all boo. and then I went out. I had a bit of a crisis because we had a load of cards to send for some reason. Everybody's got birthday in October. And I was sending both a congratulations on finishing your degree and birthday cards. Uh, so two separate cards to the same person. Um, I bought the birthday card previously, which had a load of balloons on the front. And then uh, then they let me know they'd passed their degree. So I thought we'd better send them a congratulations card, especially as somebody else went out and bought them a birthday card because we never talked to each other apparently uh so the other card had happy birthday on the front so that was an easy choice until the, uh, somebody wrote in the wrong card they wrote in the birthday card i'm so proud of you which was meant to be the congratulations card and then i realized that the card with the balloons on it actually had happy birthday written inside so then i promptly wrote congratulations in big letters at the top or started in the birthday card and the whole thing just disintegrated from there so um but when i was walking to the uh post office my leg was just really hurting and i it sort of came and went pain i think it's a muscle and I had to stop a couple of times, feeling about 500 years old. Um, so that was all annoying. And then, um, uh, and I'm just anxious about going back to work. I'm going back to work on Thursday. Uh, and it, I, I've got this thing that life is over somehow in my head. Um, because I think I went into, uh, well, when... Going right back to the beginning of this podcast, the what happened, my mother died the day after, no, the day before the theatres all closed. I've had no financial support since then, apart from a pittance of money dribbling in from a very casual job I had and, uh, and my private tuition. And then, um, so once I got through grieving for my mum, I've I managed to uh, strangely enjoy not working. <laughs> Because I've had my podcast, I've had my private tuition, I've been able to run and play the piano and do yoga and do the shopping, washing and cleaning and all this, that and the other. And it's been really nice, but obviously unfair when there's two of you and any one person's bringing in the uh, money. And you see, that's the neighbour over the road. I haven't seen them for a while. And you see, why? you see, what I don't understand. No, no, she's going somewhere. Oh, no. oh she's probably going to collect the children. Usually they battle their way through that big gate. I haven't mentioned the gate for a while, have I? Uh, which is looking terrible at the moment, actually, because although they painted it brown, it's now got moss all over it, so it just looks awful. And every time they open it, it still looks like it's about to collapse. Uh, anyway, I think she's quite nice, but I've never spoken to her. Um, where was I? So, yeah, so now I've got into my, you know, my life routine, and I've got, you know, and I've been able to watch loads of television, and I've had my weekends, and... Everything and now suddenly I'm going back into the theatre. I haven't got a rehearsal schedule, so I don't know whether I'll be able to get Mr. Burt Pods out next week because I'm probably going to be in the theatre on Monday, I should imagine. I don't know how I'm going to get nothing to see here done because that takes up so much time. Um, and I'm just worrying about things I don't need worrying about really, but it's just a big, it's a big thing suddenly going back to work. Uh, and obviously I'm going to be very tired and uh, God knows I'm going to get into work for 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and um, it is amazing, though, that the theatres and other uh, gatherings, employments, all closed 
uh, before lockdown and have all opened well after lockdown. So uh, it's a ridiculous amount of time I haven't been working. Um, yeah, so I'm all a bit cross about that. So I'll be all right. I had a nice, uh, oh, this is a very nice yellow hat. That's a nice autumn outfit. She's got a bright yellow hat on and a nice brightish orange jacket and uh, scarf. And she's pulling a trolley bag, which doesn't go with her clothes. And uh, I've never seen her before. And um, yes, for new listeners, of which there are a few, uh, just to say, I did start this podcast uh, to comment on the fact that people walk past this flat constantly that I've never seen before in my life. And after 18 months of doing this podcast every Monday, I'm still seeing people uh, walk past regularly that I've never seen before in my life. I just don't know where this road, why this road is so popular. It's it's not even a cut through. It's just a small short road that does go between two other roads. Uh, and I've just no idea where everybody goes. Absolutely no idea. I suspect some get off, they're lazy and they get off. Mm. Oh, oh God, it's all go, all go, the clock's going, there's a car just driven past, don't know where to look. Um, yeah, if you get off the um, bus stop at the end of our road, you'll avoid walking over a hill, and I think people might get off there and walk back along our road, but I don't know, it's a very complicated theory that no one's interested in. So, uh, yeah, where was I? So I'm going back to work on Thursday. So uh, apologies if there isn't a Mr. Burt next Monday. I don't know what's going on. I've actually asked for a schedule because I had no idea what I'm supposed to be working over the next week or so. Um, but uh, there we go. So um, what else have been up to? So, yes, so the other big news is uh, I can't remember. Have I mentioned I now have a published story? Some of you have bought copies of it. Uh, the collection uh, is through the writing salon, which I think I've mentioned before. It's called, and it's not pornographic, despite the fact that somebody I know uh, got blocked when they Googled the title, um, Lips on Unfamiliar Skin. I'm not really mad about the cover, but uh, lots of people really, really love it. So that's all nice and good. Uh, it's an anthology of original work from the writing salon, volume one, 2021. Uh, and unfortunately, it can only be got on <clears throat> uh, Amazon at the moment. But uh, hopefully that will change at some point. And the publisher is Ink Jockey, uh, which is the man that runs the writing salon. So it's a nice dog. So, um, yes, so please buy it and uh, as many copies as you can. I will warn you that it's very thin. It's only... a well, it's less than 80 pages long and it is £9.99. It is expensive, to put it mildly. I won't get any money from it. They're going to be putting the money back into the money they've spent getting all together, which is absolutely fine. But I have submitted another story to the next collection. Um, so I'll wait to see whether that's been accepted or not. Uh, and that was a story that I fiddled around a bit with uh, on the Arvon course for my famous Friday night performance that I half performed. Um, so uh, where was I? So yes, yeah, so that's the big news that I'm now a published author uh, and going back to work, I won't have time to do any writing. Uh, I've really got to get over this negative. Um, it's one of those days today where you can see someone walking, I know I've mentioned this a lot, but it is one of those days where you can see people walking by in puffer jackets uh, and hats and scarves or t-shirts um and i've just seen both 
and they're not together. So um, yesterday, what else have we been doing? Yesterday I went to Cambridge, which was lovely to see a friend. Well, not a close friend, actually, but um, a very lovely person uh, who doesn't live, listen to podcasts, so she won't listen to this. Um, and that was nice. And she lives a slap bang in the middle of Cambridge, an amazing flat. Uh, it's really odd how, well, it's not odd at all, actually. I always forget, so I don't know who that woman is. Obviously, I've never seen that woman before in my life. She's got sunglasses on, black hair and a long black coat. So she might be a famous film star. Um, Cambridge is just small. I mean, I parked the car eventually after a bit of a faff. Uh, and then it was literally 10 minutes to walk into the centre of Cambridge. And I was, I'm so used to London being London and taking, you know, half an hour to an hour to get anywhere. Uh, it's just really odd being able to park a car and then walk to your destination in 10 minutes. But it was lovely. So we went for a walk. We had lunch, very lovely lunch of salmon and salad and baked potatoes. And um, uh, then we went for a walk uh, past Fitzbillies, which is the, uh, I don't know, it goes back to 1683 or something. It basically sells buns and things uh, and certainly those by the river. And a jolly time was had by all. So that was nice. And we were able to do that because we've got the car. Have I mentioned we've got an electric car? And actually, we got to Cambridge and back on a full charge. And Cambridge is possibly the worst place for getting your car charged. There's absolutely nowhere uh, decent to get your car charged. The only fast one uh, charger is in McDonald's. Uh, of course, we got there at lunchtime, so all hell had sprung loose there. We couldn't get into the car park in anywhere there was... See, if that can't got any bigger, it would just be... Oh, yes, now. Talking of big cars and talking of charging, uh, I've had two actually quite upsetting uh, incidents this week. Uh, the first one was trying to get the car charged. We've got a garage up not far away from here, which the car charger there has not been working for a long time, but now is working. Uh, and on the day I was doing Cat Rescue, I don't think I mentioned Cat Rescue, uh, I got so excited to see that the car was charging. Uh, I nearly killed uh, me and the person with me uh, by slamming on the brakes very hard. Um, so, it's a bit complicated, this. There's a main road. The garage is on, coming from my flat, the garage is on the right. And you have to turn off the main road into a slightly smaller road to get into the garage, to get into the entrance. And then the exit of the garage is onto the main road and you can't turn right, you can only turn left. So it's a sort of like a clock, clockwise route. So I turned right merrily uh, off the main road at the traffic lights, which is a bit of a faffy uh, junction, and saw there was a queue of cars coming uh, towards me not moving on the smaller road because they were queuing to get in because I suddenly realised that the garage has got petrol. It doesn't have petrol for ages, so obviously they've got some petrol in, so they were queuing. I mean, there weren't millions of cars. There was probably about 10, if that. So I'm turning. They're all coming towards me on the side of the garage, and I'm trying to turn, going the other way, trying to turn right, facing them, trying to turn right to get into the garage. This lovely man, I mean, he was he was a joy. Um... And I understand he got across initially because obviously he thought I, he thought I was pushing in. Uh, I was pointing at the electric charger saying, I, this is an electric car, I want to get in and charge. And he just started shouting at me, basically. 
And then a very, very helpful not man from the garage itself came and looked at me and said, what's the problem? And I said, well, the, uh, I didn't wind down anything. It's all electric now, Windows, isn't it? Uh, there's another car. I've seen that one before. And um, I put the window down and I said, I'm, I'm not going for petrol. I want to charge the car, at which point he nodded and just wandered off. Uh, thanks. That was really helpful. So I've got this man. He was in this, like, Sherman tank of a car. It was actually something between a car and a... It looked, It was like a massive 4 by 4 I've never seen one before. It's probably a business. Usually for a business. But it wasn't a van. If that woman walks any slower, she'll just fall over. Uh, but she's having a good look at the building site. And um, oh, there's a neighbour putting out the uh, recyclables. Lots of bottles. Just saying. And... Um, he rolled his window down. I rolled, and I'd got mine down. So I just called across to him and I said, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I want to get in. Oh, there he is. He's putting his bin tight. It's looking a bit cross. Um, I want to get in to charge the car. Uh, and he went, well, there's still a queue. And promptly pulled the car forward so that I couldn't get, block, completely blocked my, uh, the entrance to the garage. At which point, of course, I've got cars behind me and I've, I've only just pulled off the main road. So it's dangerous because they're going to be backing onto the main road. And I just, I was so angry. I was just absolutely so angry. I actually pathetically stuck two fingers up at him, <laughs> which I just never do normally. Um, oh, it's school time. You all can tell when it's school time coming up because lots of women walk past carrying uh, very small bags and um, scooters. So I was absolutely livid. I was so angry. Uh, anyway, fortunately, I got to the other place where there's a charger that's usually taken and there wasn't. So that was all well. And then, then on Sunday, uh, Saturday, we went to the Normal Heart uh, at the Olivier, National Theatre Olivier. And uh, I was sitting next to this woman. I didn't take much notice of her. And... Um, it was it was very good. It wasn't the world's greatest play. Uh, it's obviously caused a lot of conversation because it was written, um, you know, very fresh on the beginning of the AIDS pandemic, and um, you know, which was a time that I was young, and um, but not it's not dramatically. It's not the world's greatest play, and it's very long. Uh, it was about two and three quarter hours. But anyway, that aside. Quite a few people, but not everybody, stood up at the end and applauded. Now, I don't really like standing up at the end. Unless everybody together all gets on their feet, I find it a little bit irritating when people stand up uh, because you can't see the actors because obviously you've got people standing up in front of me. I'm not going to go on about this. It's just one of those things. But anyway, there was three ladies in the row behind the woman next to me, and I, I worked out they'd asked the woman next to me who had stood up if they, if she could sit down because they couldn't see the audience. Um, so the clapping stopped and this woman got so aggressive with them. I would like to add here that these ladies were probably in their 80s. They were certainly in their late 70s, early 80s. They all had water. Oh, jogger. Never seen him before. Oh, quite a fast one, actually. Um, they've never... Uh, they all had um, walking sticks. So obviously, they didn't want to stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down. They just wanted to see the actors. And I think she'd probably just politely ask this woman if she didn't mind sitting down. The woman was so aggressive. I couldn't believe it. Um, and in the end, she just said something like, well, obviously, you don't get out much. 
and just stomped off. What that had to do with absolutely anything, I don't know. But I thought, well, that's a nice thing to say to an 80-year-old who, you know, quite possibly in two or three years might not be getting out very much because they're old and trapped at home or in a care home or something. She was so unpleasant. So I looked at the women and I just said she was bang out of order. And they said, thank you. Uh, I didn't want to get involved with her. She was just a stupid cow. Uh, but they were they were really grateful I said something. And then we got into a conversation. And they did say, well, it is the younger generation and I said, well, I don't think it is the younger generation. I just think this, you know, there's just horrible, selfish people of all ages. Suddenly realised that the woman was, uh, well, there's the two next door neighbours going for their children. Uh, suddenly realised that um, I was probably about the age of the woman who, the rude woman. So the two, uh, the three 80 year olds were actually categorising me as their generation. But that aside, um, we had a nice little chat and... Um, Big white van. I had a little chat and that was all fine. But she was just, I just, I didn't get it. I just didn't get the fact. It wasn't ruining her life just to have sat down. She, she you know, she stood up for a bit. She could have just sat down. And I couldn't see the actors because all the people in front of me were standing up. And it is annoying. But, you know, um, I could physically have stood up and seen the actors if I'd wanted to. And these women, you know, anyway. So those are the two little nasty people of the week. Uh, so a big shout out to them, not. Um, yeah, but no, it was a good, um, it was a good play and I'm glad I went. Oh, here comes the Tesla. We've got two Teslas actually in this, well, one in the next road and one in this road. So anyway, I've banged on about those unpleasant people for too long and I've now run out of time. But uh, so all being well, I'll be back. Uh, if not Monday, I'll be back sometime next week. And uh, if I'm not, I'll endeavour to get back the Monday afterwards. But um, uh, just keep an eye. Uh, well, subscribe. That's the easiest thing. If you subscribe to the podcast, it'll automatically let you know uh, when I'm back. So uh, fingers crossed, all will be well and I'll be a happy person. And I'm getting too anxious about nothing, uh, which I'm sure is the case. So uh, thank you for listening. And... Uh, I'll be back as soon as I can.